Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's another Flash TV Talk night, which means it's a good night. Hey, man, always a good night for a Flash TV Talk night. And of course, tonight we are broadcasting live. Uh, admittedly, man, we're a bit late getting started for the live show, but shouts out to everybody tuning in at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. Thank you all so much for being here. And hey, if you want to join us next week, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you want to join us for the live show next week, we do these on Wednesday nights, ideally at five o'clock central time, but we'll see what the technology allows as it did tonight. But one way or the other, we are here and happy to be. Bell, before we jump into this uh, wonderful episode, uh, there is a little bit of housekeeping I want to make people aware of. First, of course, we are a member of the DCTV Talk Network. If you haven't uh, visited DCTVTalk.com, you should check out some great shows like, for example, Legends TV Talk. Bell, Legends has returned. It has, and it's the greatest show on television. And one imagines the greatest podcast on the internet. Uh, Presumably. Let's just say that's what you're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it is it is pretty amazing. I mean, you get to see my beautiful face along <laughs> with the faces of my beautiful co-hosts. Also, Kyle. Yes, 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 yes. Also want to encourage you to uh, check out Panel to Screen later this week where we will have a Venom review of the uh, the new uh, f- film Venom. You know, the guy from Spider-Man. Look, I know this is a DC <laughs> podcast and that sort of thing, but we got Panel to Screen episodes rocking and rolling. So if you see hey, that, we had Marvel references feed. on this episode, you know, so I mean, I think it fits. Did we, did we, Bell, or did we have Norse God <laughs> reference that is technically in the public domain? I, it is in the public domain, but in the public uh, lexicon, as it were, if you ask that uh, someone, hey, do you know who Thor is? Be like, oh, yeah, the Marvel movie guy, right? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, and then finally, I just want to uh, mention this. Last week, I mentioned it at the tail end of the show, but uh, since this week is not necessarily a, a season premiere episode, I'll, I'll mention it at the top of this show. Uh, I've got a new podcast out. Potisteri's got a new podcast out called Red Flag that is about uh, our home state of Mississippi uh, and uh, our, our flag here and the efforts to to change it and kind of an explanation as to why that's going on so if you never checked out um our state before if you're unaware of what's kind of going on in uh in the local area and as it pertains to that flag confederate monuments in general uh be sure to check out redflagpodcast.com and check out the show on itunes and spotify all right that's out of the way bell are you ready for this i am let's jump into the rundown the rundown Episode 2 of Season 5, Blocked. Directed by Kim Miles and story by... Eric Wallace and Judelina Neria. Bell, what happened to this episode? Well, Barry struggles to train the overeager Nora, who enlists herself as a CSI intern in order to spend more time with her father, much to Iris' discomfort. Meanwhile, Caitlin and Ralph try to help Cisco in the aftermath of his breakup with Gypsy, and Cecile loses her telepathy and struggles to connect with her child. Furthermore, a new meta called Block, who can create blocks of dense air, starts robbing from arms dealers, and while trying to stop her, the team has their first encounter with Cicada, the masked man who killed Gridlock. Dun, dun, dun! All right, Bell. All right, so there's, there's, 
this was a fairly straightforward episode, yet contained so much goodness. And for me, man, it all kind of comes to the scene of the crime where everything went down. Here we had Barry actually working a crime scene. We had Captain Singh back for the second week in a row. And we had Iris doing investigatory journalism right then and there. Like to me, that's really started strong kind of with all the stuff that a lot of fans have been missing from previous seasons all back in one episode which means we'll never see it again <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so pessimistic man to me this seems almost like it's been thus far anyway kind of a corrective course uh with with the season and we've seen this kind of going into this we've heard from some of the the writing staff and uh in the way that this season is being kind of marketed promoted is that they do want to kind of they, they have been listening to fans and they have they are kind of getting back to some of the the core demands that that a lot of fans have had and a lot of this is is right in here barry actually work in the crime scene we saw him in the lab last week we now actually see him we granted did not see him do his sherlock thing but given uh the promo for next week maybe we will not see him do too much sherlocking as that might be for someone else down the pipeline we'll talk about mm. that a little bit later uh but no man he's there and uh right alongside him man he's got his new intern nora yes and that was i agree with you completely like it's really nice to see all the the stuff we've been wanting to see for a long time and it's kind of funny how captain singh was just like yeah sure whatever this person who just like snuck in here <laughs> And uh, <laughs> decided to be a, a, an intern and you hired them without my permission. Sure. Okay, fine. Whatever. You have a backlog. This will help you get it done. Hey, don't you dare question Captain Singh's judgment. I'm sure there's a perfectly good reason for why some stranger that he's never seen before can actively have access to all of these crime background information and surely, uh, you know, classified stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I fear the beard. So, like, there's no way I'm going to second guess him. Exactly. Plus, she's peppy. And she's happy to be there. And man, look, I love Nora. I, I, I make no, no qualms about this. I've loved Nora since the, she first appeared last season. And I am totally digging her relationship with Barry. And actually, I'm kind of I'm digging the, the subtlety or whatever's going on under the surface between her and Iris. Now, we do see Iris showing up at the crime scene. And, uh, you know, immediately sings like, all right, shut it down. We got the media, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he sees Nora and then all of a sudden Iris shows up and he's like, can somebody please secure the crime scene? <laughs> he was wandering <laughs> on this crime scene. Like, it's just no big deal. It's like, what is this star labs? We can't, we can't just have people. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he, he does have a, a kind of a, a brief one-on-one with her. She's trying to get some more information and we do, you know, see that she is actively doing the journalistic thing now granted she's doing it through her own blog i don't know how i feel about that now we've seen her doing the blog from the i want to say see episode five of season one i could be wrong about that but she she's been blogging since the beginning regardless of whatever paper or uh if if paper is in the correct nomenclature at this point but whatever whatever news source she's been working for she's always had kind of some sort of blogging especially about the flash and metas but man, to me, it seems like there would be more validity if either her blog kind of took off and became its own thing. So she actually got a staff, which would make sense with some of the experience that she'd had in the past. Or if she was actually picked back up by one of the more uh, established networks in the area. Yeah, I would think uh, the more 
likely scenario there that she would be picked up by a network that's in the area and kind of like expand on that. It's like, hey, Iris, we loved your blog. Why don't you come on and make a segment on our news program uh, about like flash sightings and flash stuff? That's that's kind of how I see that that going. Although I think it would be really cool, though, if, uh, you know, the blog picks up and she kind of starts her own not news network, but like her own program or her own uh uh, sort of like a show or something like that. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I could definitely see something like that. Maybe actually her doing some live streaming. I mean, we actually do see Iris in various forms as more of a TV personality. Um, uh, you know, it just depends on what universe or what what iteration of the character you see. But it would be kind of cool to actually have her do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe because of the route they're taking her with a little bit more uh, underground journal- journalism, that it might start off as more of her doing kind of FaceTime or that sort of deal. But one way or the other, as much as, you know, she was a great part of Team Flash and a good team leader overall, uh, yeah, I think I think her getting back to the more journalistic aspect and what she can bring from that uh, from that side of things, I think will be really solid. But I do hope that we actually see some validation of that and not just her running a blog. And no offense, yeah. by the way, to everybody who's out there that runs a blog, but let's be honest, if you know you run a blog and then all of a sudden you know CNN wants to like pop in and say like hey here's x x amount of money here's a big table of money and we want to give you a t- TV show you're going to do that TV show oh for sure and I also hope that uh, Iris doesn't get arrested for like you know improper use of police materials uh, when she's going through that database and looking at police body cam footage yeah not sure how uh, uh, legal that might have been hey it's fine it's fine Nora who literally has no ID is now on the force it's totally fine and you know what it's great too in fact it's shway because Nora <laughs> has got future knowledge man she's been taught the physics and the crime syndicates and the such and such and words that we don't even have yet in this present time that we live in yeah, technologies that don't exist. She's very fluent in those, which don't help her at all as a CSI. <laughs> as she promptly touches the cube of meat <laughs> that oh. used to be a dude. And that was that was actually very surprising for me that they because like, you know, they obviously imply that he's getting squished down in there and they make the noise. I did not think that they would show a cube. Uh, and and they got the density right too. Like that was great. Like I thought they were going to just pick it up and be like, you know, oh, it's this thing. And, and then they're like, no, it, it's it's, uh, you know, 180 pound cube of meat and i was that was that was you know it wasn't omg science it was actual science and wow i was i was impressed that's that's got to be a rarity i mean this might be the first time ever that you've been impressed about the science of the show <laughs> but you know it's like that's the thing it's like you know what was it oh gosh um the guy who could make everything smaller oh yeah Less, yeah uh you know yeah he's shrinking stuff down and and, you know, picking up a building and or picking up a giant, you know, uh, car with one hand or whatever. And uh, nah, nah, that's it's not part how of it his meta power. But you know what? That's <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But whatever. It's like but this, you know, her meta power, she squishes him down and it didn't change his density, he kept the same density. And uh, it was just a, a 180 pound cube of gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. This is true. Now, of course, before all of this went down, um, you know, we did see uh, uh, a kind of a, a brief battle. We, we are introduced to blocked uh, or block rather um, a character that I am in no way familiar with. In fact, I think I'm safe to say that she is not a comic book character. I think she's she is a complete original creation for the show. Uh, that's my guess too, but I am I am not the expert. Well, I mean, like you know, they they are like this series is known for making some deep cuts and pulling out characters that people haven't seen in years, and you know that that's that's awesome when they do that. But you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with creating your own character. Interesting power set to have, though, right? 
yeah making these uh super dense columns of air that she can surround herself with that that's kind of neat uh and uh you know it's it's a kind of I, I i wonder like it's kind of interesting you know use for it where she can squish people or she can protect herself or she can uh uh capture people and uh yeah yeah i, I don't I don't know. It's, it's pretty neat. But I'm wondering here, though, my, my one question about her is, is uh, is this one of the new waves of meta? I was like, you know, has she, it was, are they doing the same thing Ooh. where she's been asleep since the particle accelerator? Or she just now found her powers? Like, where where is this new wave of meta's coming from? All right. So I, I, is it can, can we say that we're now at a part of the show where we don't necessarily need an explanation for that? Like, that's fine with me. I don't care. Uh but yeah, I, I'm just I'm just kind of curious in that sort of you know they're 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 a hand wavy explain away kind of thing. Like, are they saying, oh yeah, there's just a bunch of them now and it's fine? And I'm cool with that explanation too. But I'm I just I didn't know did I miss something? Was there a a mm. new meta? That's what I'm trying to figure out is yeah. whether or not I missed something or if they just are like whatever. Who cares? There's metas. Yeah, that was you know one of the problems I had with the whole explanation of the bus metas from last season was that we didn't need that. We didn't need a another big bang of sorts to be able to create a whole nother wave of metas because from the, what we saw in the pilot, it was so big and mass spread that, yeah, I mean like I, theoretically there's tons of metas running around. In fact, zoom had his whole like meta army of all of these folks that we haven't seen since and you know, never saw before, but like there's just tons of them out there. We don't need origin stories for everybody. Big, big oh, lightning, no, dark not. matter, portal, gamma radiation, it, it, it all came leaking out. And now there's a bunch of people who can do crazy things, including make giant air pocket blocks for whatever reason. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah so she she's out doing her thing. Um, team Flash has got to take her down. Uh, we do get some great team up moments. And Barry decides that he needs to train Nora. She's extremely, as you mentioned before, over eager to impress him, uh, obviously, as he is her hero. And man, I loved the conversation that Barry had with Joe about like, you know, kind of connecting on this the fact that barry kind of saw joe as his hero this this idea of like father son uh father child parent child uh relationship and kind of the way that you idealize your parents at least at at certain stage or for some people and for nora it goes so much further because again literally there was a giant golden statue of her dad (laughs) it takes hero worship to a whole other level Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And let's talk about for a second here. You know, we're talking about metas and new metas and, and you know, you know, powers and stuff like that. Uh, uh, I'm pretty confident that Joe is a meta human and that his power is super dad. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And, and it will take a lot to convince me otherwise. <laughs> he always has the right thing to say at the right moment for the right situation. And it's just he's yeah. Joe is super dad and it's amazing. Yeah. And, and when he dies on screen, it's going to kill us all. So please keep him alive, please. I know I said like a while back that he's going to have to die at some point. And I realized that he's going to have to die at some point. But can it be like like never? Can that be the point? Just never. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, man, Joe actually does have some great super dad moments throughout uh, with uh, Cecile. Uh, obviously super dad is a new dad he seems fairly exhausted uh probably for that reason um we did learn of course that cecile actually does not have her powers that this was actually just a residual of the device that she had yes and that was an interesting twist there i thought they were going to uh uh, when they mentioned them in in uh the last episode i was like huh okay so they're they're gonna have a story arc with this i guess kind of and it looks like they are in a, in, a, in a little way it's just gonna be cecile sort of dealing with that and uh you know figuring out how to become 
a regular parent again. So that that'll be neat to see. Yeah, you know. All right. So I I actually liked that they did this because it kind of kept me on my toes throughout the episode with her. Like I thought that maybe we were going to dis- discover that she was never reading the baby's thoughts, but the baby was projecting its thoughts to her. And so the idea was that perhaps the child still, um, or the child actually is a meta, but from all intents and purposes at this point, it would seem that that is absolutely not the case. Yes. Yes. It seems like she is losing the powers. The powers are not part of the child. It was all on her and now they're going away. Yeah. So could you talk? I, let's talk about the postpartum depression. That would be like, you know, postpartum depression is a thing. But like when you oh, lose yeah. a psychic link with your child. Ooh, yeah, man. That. Yeah, that's got to be huge. They're going to need a bigger therapist. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, let's hope she comes back for this season. I do hope she I, I'm worried that she's too tied to last season. And last last season has kind of a bad taste in people's mouth. But I really liked her. <laughs> I, would, I, I don't would know, man. Post. Yeah. You know, Cisco's having some issues. Maybe maybe he can. Uh seek some help yeah it's good it's good self-care is important um but yeah so cecile and joe they they go or kind of have their arc and of course joe is ever the super dad now you mentioned cisco having some trouble man he he is dealing with some you know he got it bad super bad he uh so so as i understood this and correct me with the omg science but because he and um uh oh shoot Gypsy. Gypsy, thank you. Because he and Gypsy were both, uh, you know, breachers, they were in sync on, like, their vibrations. Thus, he still is, even though she's in another Earth, he can still feel her? Yes. It's like, well, it, you know, it's, 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 I guess it's something to do with his love of her. Uh, it sort of, like, linked them in the breachiness. And so every time he tries to breach thoughts of her because she is a, I, I i think it wouldn't have been a problem had she not been also a breacher uh. but because of like i guess how he vibes has a lot to do with you know uh his emotional state and like the object and the you know but since i guess he's so linked with gypsy mentally still it's just causing a problem because she is also a breacher and so there's all this weird stuff that happens i mean i don't know i'm omg sciencing that out of my butt so so, all right so here's (laughs) here's the part that i was trying to understand and i mean i know it's kind of throwaway but i just really wanted to understand it is the idea that he literally because he talks about like smelling what she smells like is he experiencing her experiences at the moment when he breaches or is he just kind of being kind of melodramatic because he's going through a breakup my guess was that he's being melodramatic, but I can't tell for sure because we didn't see him like try to breach and then see Gypsy or uh, right. something similar to that. And so my guess is that he's just being melodramatic and it's all like in it's it's in his head, but it's affecting the way that he breaches. Interesting. Well, something. one yeah. way or the other, one way or the other, he's, he's got it bad. And so, uh, you know, Caitlin decides that who better to get uh, a guy out of his funk than a funky guy. And so they go to the Book of Ralph. Ah, yes. The Book of Ralph. The Book of Ralph is long and boring and filled with so many things. I don't know the rest of the words to the song, but there are instructions for dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's, where that's from. It's a, it's a song. Anyway, the, yeah. Book of Ralph. Ralph continues to be likable. Yes, he. I think he's turned around. He's done a complete 180. I'm not. I'm not prepared to go with you on that, but I will say that Ralph continues to be likable. Uh, I. I did dig the stylist Bruce coming in. Oh yeah. All right. Here's my 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 wild theory. Bruce, the stylist, is this Earth's Bruce Wayne? 
Negatory. No, 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 man. See, this is what happened. This is what happened. Bruce's parents in this earth never died, and he's fine. But because he's kind of you know a, a, you know a wealthy kid, he went to school for for like you know some sort of like weird artistic design that doesn't make any like business sense. But it's okay because your parents have money. And uh, and then became a, a a clothing designer or a stylist, and that's how he does what he does, and is able to um, you know go around to Central City and, and create new looks for people. And no, okay, that was, that was I was hoping when they said his name was Bruce, it was going to be Bruce Campbell. Ah, nice. Just for some reason, I think I read like two tweets back to back. One was about Bruce Campbell and one was about the next episode of The Flash. And I think my brain merged them. And so when I heard Bruce, I was like, oh, it's going to be Bruce Campbell. It wasn't. Karen, 100 percent not having my theory. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That makes that makes two of us. That probably makes all of us. Yeah. I don't even think you 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 agree with it. No, I just thought it was funny. (laughs) So they try to they try to turn Cisco around and, and some nice hijinks ensue. But, you know, during the process, of course, it becomes apparent to Cisco and to Ralph that Kaylin's really dealing with this father issue of, of who her father is and kind of the question of, you know, if, if, you know, he is alive, then he didn't actually choose to be a part of her life. I don't know. I mean, do you, do you think that's accurate? Do you think that in fact he wasn't active in her life or do you think that maybe he was active from afar or do you think that maybe there's been some mind altering things that have gone on with Caitlin? Well, no, I mean, like I, I wasn't expecting her blow up in uh, in Ralph's office. Uh, I, I thought they were going to try to like drag that out, that she's avoiding the whole situation. Right. Um, and it seems to me like what's going on is uh, the reason why her father is not in her life is less to do with her father not caring about her and more to do with her mother uh, trying to keep him away from her. Mm because of some either 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 a misguided uh, attempt to protect her or a serious attempt to protect her because he might be bad news. We don't know. What if, because I mean, we, we did get the indication at least that Killer Frost, like that she was Killer Frost before the events post, uh, post Flashpoint. So yes. what if during her childhood... When she was with her mother, she was Caitlin, and when she was with her father, she was Killer Frost, and therefore she doesn't remember, like, she essentially had that relationship through Killer Frost, but she doesn't, as Caitlin, remember that. That's an interesting theory. I could see that. Um, Yeah, it it could be that, you know, maybe her dad uh, has these ice meta powers, passed them on to her, and that she spent time as a child as killer frost like you said i, I that 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 make i could see that and then the reason why she wouldn't remember it is because she only until recently has been able to kind of like merge those personalities and remember the things that have happened while she was killer frost right. and uh caitlin and yeah yeah no that that makes sense i do i do hope that we get that i hope that we actually see her merging so that killer frost and caitlin are not two people but actually one person like i find that to be more interesting and i feel like there's more conflict in caitlin when she just recognized she she can't like write this off of oh it wasn't me it was killer frost like no 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 that was you like that needs to be you yeah yeah that would be uh it would make her her decisions a lot more interesting right when she can't just you know blame everything on this other person i think so i think so uh, i did want to make mention of this man when uh, when they're trying to figure out uh the satellite situation or how to track down block earlier um, Iris and, and Barry and Nora have kind of this family scene of all of them working together. Uh, and 
I think at one point or kind of near the end of it, once they figure it out, Iris is like, all right, go team West Allen. And she gets the biggest eye roll from Nora. <laughs> yeah. Like what is that, that? That is so that I don't know. That was strange to me. Like, I don't know if it's her resenting her mom. Cause I, I kind of thought the way they were going to go with this is that as uh, you know, Iris, cause thankfully she's doing more of her, her investigate her investigatory journalism. Right. 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 Uh, <laughs> she's doing more of that. And so, cause she is, she is a, an important person on the team. And I'm wondering if like, you know, in the flash museum, uh, maybe downplays her significance or her importance. And so a lot of Nora's, um, you know, idolizing of her father comes on the back of Iris as well, because Iris, you know, takes part and participates in, in the team and all that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering if it's something to do, uh, with her realization that maybe like, you know, she resents her for that. I don't know. It's weird, but like, I, I kind of thought what she would, instead of rolling her eyes at it, she'd kind of be like, Oh, okay. Well, mom is cool. Mom does help out mom, uh, you know, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case at all. I don't know, man. I think that's, I, I think you're right on with the resentment. I think that for whatever reason, there's resentment between Nora or at least, yeah, between Nora and her Iris, uh, in terms of the relationship they've had over the years. And I think that that kind of almost like, you know, gung ho, like trying to make something happen. Maybe, maybe she's standoffish because she recognizes that. And maybe she has that same, or maybe she's seeing the origins of aspects of Iris's personality that have rubbed up against her in the wrong way as she was growing up. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the flash's disappearance completely changed Iris. Uh, uh, possibly i mean think about savitar uh like barry in the future in the alternate future where savitar kills iris like so spider-man 3 barry yes emo barry <laughs> it is possible that iris might go through a similar transition but you got to remember she's a mom at that point too and it's a little bit different when you lose somebody but you still got to go on for somebody else Versus yeah. Barry, who literally had nobody, like he lost his family and kind of, you know, uh, pieced out and, and kind of internalized everything. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It'll be curious to see where it all plays out, but I'm digging their family dynamic. It speaks yeah, to me. Yeah. I, 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 I get it. Well, there, there's some buildup there and there's some tension that is just, just seems to be coming up and eventually it's going to come to a head and I'm very interested to see what kind of direction they go with that because I, I really hope this isn't just one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Nora doesn't like Iris just because, you know, single mom raising her and she just resents her and like the classic kind of like teenage, oh, I hate you mom kind of stuff and that there is something behind it. Like I'm hoping that they're, they're, they're going to, you know, establish that in like build on it and make it be something interesting uh, and it feels like that's what they're doing so i'm i'm all for it seeing uh seeing nora reacts to people and specifically to things that people said was interesting like when iris said earlier that you know kind of screw the future we're you know we've we've you know fixed stuff in the future before we will do it again like she's not going to be hopeless she's determined to see this happen nora looked towards that and she was what's the right word like she was clearly impacted by what Iris was saying, but it was difficult to figure out how, like, it's not like she was offended by what Iris was saying, nor was she necessarily surprised, but she almost kind of like, I don't know. It was almost like a shove. She got it. Like she, she, she felt it, but she didn't like push back and she didn't necessarily react. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. But it's, it's, 
it's interesting how she talked to Barry about it because Nora says to Barry, you know, it seems like mom is, you know, or, or adjusted to well, what did she say exactly? She seems like mom is fine with this whole disappearance thing or, or she, she accepted that disappearance thing. It's like, oh yeah, she got used to that kind of quickly. Yeah. And then, you know, Barry was like, oh yeah, well, you know, she's always, you know, steadfast and all that kind of stuff. And the way she said that though, you're right. was like, like standoffish kind of yeah not like oh it's great to see mom taking this so well maybe 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 she doesn't take it well maybe you know this is all a show and iris is putting on a show and nora knows it and nora would just rather her confront her feelings about it and uh, rather than like you know put on this the stonewall face and uh you know the be strong about it i don't know interesting so maybe the the reality that Nora experienced is not a steadfast iris maybe i mean like think about it iris's mom correct me if i'm wrong was a junkie right yeah. Like maybe Iris actually turns to drugs in the midst of like, you know, and so she's, she's kind of gone more, uh, in the direction of her mom rather than her dad. Oh, that would be interesting. There's a lot of questions there, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, uh, you know, we'll definitely see that as it unfolds. One thing I like about this series predominantly is that they get into this stuff fairly quickly and pay off these kind of relationship issues uh, before before you know it. So looking forward to seeing what comes out there. Bell, this episode was notable because we got the first real interaction with the big bad of the season, or at least this first half of the season, Cicada. Now we actually see Iris listening to the Cicada noise. And I was like, oh, yes. Y'all know mm-hmm. Cand- Candace Patton. She's from Mississippi. You know oh, what that means? She knows about, those. She yeah, knows she knows about, about them. cicadas. <laughs> Absolutely. We got cicadas. We know that noise down here. <laughs> so, uh, But one way or the other. Yeah, man. So Cicada, he shows up at the, begin- the top of the episode. We actually get a chance to see him as he's processing the fight. That was actually a little confusing for me going into it because I don't think I realized at first that we were actually seeing Cicada. What do you mean? Well, I thought that maybe he was the meta that he killed at first. Like it was just, it was the way that it was cut was a little off. And honestly, at the moment, I could not remember what the big bad from, or the, uh, the meta of the week from last week looked like. Oh, gridlock. You couldn't, you, you couldn't tell if it was gridlock or not. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was gridlock or not. Oh no. He had a, a hood and a mask and a knife. Yeah. No, I know. But I was curious if like, cause at that point we didn't quite know yet what the dagger did. And so I was like, I wonder if this is like a transference type deal, which would be a little repetitive if they did, but that's clearly not the case. So what we finally see is, in fact, Cicada, mask off, and a use of what essentially are his powers. That dagger immediately took, take, takes away anybody's meta power, regardless of how they got it, right then and there. Yeah, and it seems to be proximity-based, too. You don't, I, I figured it was something you had to stab them, but no, it's just if you come in contact or close enough to it, uh, it, it, it pulls those powers out. The dominant theory at the moment is that, yes, that it's proximity-based and that it's not necessarily uh, uh, eternal. Like, this seems to be more of like a temporary thing as opposed to a, you know, forever type deal. But we'll see what ends up happening. And one way or the other, it's going to bring us to this week's... Speedster Speculation. All right, man, so who is Cicada really? Now, we know who he is in the comics. David Hirsch, or if I'm pronouncing that name wrong, forgive me, it's comic books and... I know people who said Dark Saeed as opposed to Dark Side. So there you Dark go. Dark Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so David Hirsch is the uh, is Cicada from the comics. He is a bit older. Uh, in fact, a lot older than what we appear to see on screen here. 
Um, David Hirsch in the comics, he does have the lightning bolt. There is kind of some similarities into what we saw on screen versus who the comic book character is. The dagger or his power set specifically actually takes away the life force of people around him. Whereas here we saw it more of taking away the powers of people around him. But we also haven't necessarily seen him use that on non-meta. So that could still be the case. One way or the other, yeah. man, this show is fast and loose with the continuity. So a lot of times they take things in different directions than what you might expect. And while they've said going into the season, they want to keep this character very much kind of a little bit more grounded and there's not going to be a big, big mystery. I mean, they've kind of taught us to see the mystery maybe when there's not one and maybe when there's one there, but they don't want us to know about it. So, Bell, I ask you, who is Cicada really? Uh... I mean, I don't know, like the obvious sticking right out at you answer is that it's Caitlin's dad. No, what? I mean, I don't know. It's like it's it's I, I, I've heard this from numerous people like on the Internet that it's going to be Caitlin's dad. Oh, well, if it's numerous people on the Internet, it is not Caitlin's dad. What? I know. But like it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's it's that's what they do with this show is they just they they. I don't know. It's just weird. But like, I don't personally believe that it's Caitlyn's dad. Uh, I think that, I mean, to me, I'm thinking that Caitlyn's dad's going to be more like. Uh, uh, well, Caitlyn's oh, dad's, his... it's Killer Frost. Uh, I'm not sorry, not Killer Frost. He's, he's Icicle Senior. Is going to be Kay- Icicle Senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that's who I'm thinking Caitlyn's dad's going to be. But uh, so Cicada, I don't know. Like it, it, some dude who has a vendetta against metahumans um, who is trying to kill them all. Uh, who has been harmed by metahumans that we've seen thus far, uh, assuming that it even is somebody we've seen this, uh, thus far, uh, is who's been hurt by metahumans or had something taken away from them by metahumans who would have a vendetta against metahumans, nah, all of them, not nah, just one nah, particular nah, one. No, 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 no. So, so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's, that's all well and good. Like that, that is the obvious like that that's who who potentially David is. That's who potentially Cicada is. Somebody's been hurt by metahumans got a vendetta. That's great. But here's my thing. I'm looking more at the fact that it, it all comes down to that last scene. He's fighting the he's fighting Team Flash, or at least members of Team Flash, takes away their powers, totally owns them because most of those folks don't know how to fight without their superpowers. Uh, it's like the one time that I'm like, maybe you guys need to call Oliver. And <laughs> after he owns all those dudes, XS shows up. And he looks at her, and they kind of have this moment. And in fact, XS is the only one who immediately name drops Cicada. The understanding, or at least the presumption, is because she studied all of the metas, because she spent that time at the Flash Museum, that maybe she knows who they are. But it's very possible that he could actually be somebody from her future that is also currently in the present. And at first, my thought was that perhaps we are seeing like someone who's related to her. Now I'm sure you've seen this theory as well about that. Perhaps he is her twin. We know in the comics no. that Iris and Barry have twins. And while, you know, Dawn and Dawn are the twins from the comics and Nora is not necessarily mentioned. She's kind of the embodiment of those, uh, uh those, those characters, you know, for the longest time, we kind of gave her the code name or the, assum- the presumed name of Dawn Allen. What if she actually does have a twin and that is actually who Cicada is. I mean, it's possible, but does he not use speedster powers because he doesn't want to or what? I'm still looking at the fact that lightning is red, which is the same color of the, you know, the negative speed force lightning. Yeah. And and also bear in mind that uh, Nora said dad when she saw him about to stab the flash, which 
is another thing that could be so what's you think, going on there. You think he's her dad, or you just mean the the fact that he reacted? Well, so no, 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 no. Uh, uh, she yelled "Dad" when he when uh, Cicada was about to stab the Flash, correct? And so he heard that, looked over, saw her, walked away. Was it the fact that he saw her, or the fact that that he now knows that the Flash is her dad? I mean, does that have anything to do with anything? I don't know. But it, it is an important to know that she didn't say Flash. She said, dad. Okay. All right. No, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't really kind of register that at the moment that maybe he's not reacting to who she is. Like in terms of like, I know her, it's more of what she is in terms of what she said. And so it's not, oh, I'm killing some, some meta. I'm killing somebody's father. Yeah. Interesting. Or I guess in that instance, somebody's daughter, because he was actually going up against her. Or, or maybe he's like this, this changes things. This is more interesting. I don't know. Ooh. And so, so that's the thing. I did not get from the from the brief moments that we had with him before. He seemed very like internal and distraught. You know what I mean? Like he didn't seem manipulative or world conquering or oh, now I'll do something even more dastardly. He, he almost seemed depressed. Yeah, and, and and it's weird because it wasn't like you know he he was straight up going to stab Flash and he didn't. But it wasn't like once he once he saw XS and she said dad and like all that interaction when it happened. It's not like he was just like, oh, no, I got to I got to run or anything. He's just like, yeah, I'm just not gonna, I'm, I'm not feeling this anymore. Yeah, whatever. And just like walks off. You know, it was, it was really odd uh, how that happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I definitely think that she it, it seems from, you know, a future knowledge with the preview of the next week's that she, <laughs> you know, she knows who this guy is. But what we don't know is how does she know who he is? Like you said, could it be the Flash Museum or is is there something different? I mean, maybe, you know, uh, in the the season finale of last year, she comes out and she says, uh, you know, I made a big mistake. Maybe this is part of that mistake. Maybe she accidentally brought him back. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, there is still that kind of, you know, cookie kind of like dangling out there of like i made a big mistake she's already lied to them once about about why she wanted to stay uh so i'm thinking there's more to that mistake than she's leading on interesting i'm curious have, yeah go ahead uh, and that could have something to do with cicada huh i'm curious if uh you know her aunt is going to play into her future more hmm because she hasn't interacted with the baby at all that's true, and I just wonder if there might be something there. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll I'll put it out like that for now. But um, we want to hear your theories. Do you think Cicada is exactly who Cicada is, or do you think that there is something more to be said about this character and what his relationship could or could not be with Nora from the present and or future and or past? Let us know your thoughts. We love getting those in, and uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. All right, man, listener feedback on uh, Twitter. We got uh, from Matt. He said, here's my too early theory. Uh, a little bit too early for the theory, he says. He says, uh, what if Cicada is a play on the Cobalt Blue character? Uh, remember, in the comics, Eobard was actually the descendant of Barry's twin. Uh, perhaps this is how they reintroduce Thawne into the timeline again. Flashpoint changes everything. Huh. Interesting. So, so the idea is that because of the machinations of Flashpoint, perhaps Barry created his own twin scenario that sets the Eobar, the, the Thawne lineage 
back on track. That could be interesting. Here's the only thing, because, well, go ahead. Well, okay, because that's the, okay, so Flashpoint does change everything. Yes, you're right. But we also got to remember that Eobard also changes everything by going back in time and and like rearing the Flash, right? Mm, So what if when Barry goes back to do the Flashpoint, I don't don't see how Nora would not know that she had twins and would not know that one of them. No, he's saying this is Barry's twin. The cicadas Barry's twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I know, but what I'm saying is, is like Barry wouldn't. I'm trying to remember how that how they do it in the comics, where like the uh, the Thons and the Allens they had the twins, and like did the Allens just give them one of their babies? I don't remember exactly how it happened. Uh, I guess I, so so all right. So in terms of like the Malcolm or- origin story, um, yeah. Gosh, uh, man, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, I. I know the story, but I just can't recall. If like she went to labor, but then she had, they didn't realize that she had a a second child, and then the second child got mixed up in the hospital. And was then, one of them, no wait, one of them wasn't didn't didn't die right after birth, and then they resurrected it with a stone. Did they? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's right. Uh, but the child got anyway. raised by the the Thons, and so there therein lies kind of the that lineage and how it's tied to Barry. It's very convoluted, and it is very kind yeah. of comic booky and soap opera y, and like, yeah. you know, for for a a story about a guy who can run at this you know beyond the speed of light, it still requires you to really kind of stretch your imagination to see how on <laughs> earth that's possible. But regardless, but, yeah, regardless of all of that, uh, it, it it could be that Flashpoint set those events into motion and that now there is a twin that Barry never knew about. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, so my only argument against that would be that if, if, um, if they're going to do a cobalt blue that exists in that time period, I would think it would be related to Eddie and not Barry. Unless the idea, cause so, okay. So here's what I mean by this. If Barry has somebody his age that is also supposed to be the great, 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 you know, exponential grandfather of Eobard, then Eddie killing himself would have no impact. Yeah, but that was pre-Flashpoint. Even still. Because what I'm saying is that that character has a biological connection to that Thawne as opposed to a Thawne who's actually an Allen. True. Even with Flashpoint. True. So that's that's my only argument against that. I like the idea that Flashpoint may have changed some things and that, you know, I look forward to seeing an explanation for Eobard. I would argue that the story for a blue uh, Cobalt Blue and a resurgence of Eobard is that somehow someone, possibly Eobard himself, pulls Eddie out of the singularity like somehow gets him out of the singularity and in the process it creates cobalt blue out of Eddie and restores the lineage that thus restores Eobard. Eddie is cobalt blue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they ever no, go, I, if they I'm, ever on, go I'm on board with that. He has a reason to hate Meta's. Uh, Meta stole his girl. Oh, you're saying, uh, no, wait, are you saying that Eddie is Cicada? Yeah, Eddie's Cicada. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, Eddie's Cicada. No, I'm saying it right now. Eddie's Cicada. (laughs) It makes me feel (laughs) Eobard pulled him out of the timeline, gave him this dagger that for some reason can like pull powers away that's connected to the reverse speed force because he has to survive so that he can survive. Uh, Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. No, you're ridiculous. ridiculous. And this is is the truth. 
Uh, all right, so let's see. Uh, we're also seeing that uh, John Keith uh, the Fourth is saying, "Hey guys, maybe Nora's mistake led to way more murders. Uh, perhaps this is the reason that Cicada reacted the way that he did to her." Um, maybe. That is interesting because uh, she did have a really weird reaction when she found out that uh, Gridlock had been killed. Yeah, she was like, "Wait, Gridlock's dead!" Like she wasn't expecting that, so she's like, "Uh oh." You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm making some mistakes here. Yeah, Karen's saying that um, that Cicada does have cobalt blue like traits, especially with the lightning dagger. Uh, taking meta powers like the blue crystal took speed uh, speedster powers in the comics. That's true. And Karen, I'd far be it for me to, to, you know, to even try to 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 match wits with you in terms of comics because like you were you were absolutely the the queen of of comic and flash knowledge um but correct me if i'm wrong but didn't cicada from the comics like utilize that exact same dagger but maybe maybe what you're saying is it's a blending of those two characters oh so cicada actually used cobalt blue's dagger or no 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 what i'm saying is in the comics uh no the dagger i I don't believe the dagger that cicada carries in the comics is, is at all related to cobalt blue but theoretically they could be doing a thematic blending of the two cobalt blue is a character that i think there's been a lot of fan demand for and a lot of hopes that we will see in the series and i guarantee at some point that will happen but i hope they don't blend them the way they did zoom and uh zoom and the black flash and essentially jay Jay garrick Garrick of earth 2 yeah Yeah. like i i don't i I hope they don't do something like that I'm, i'm hoping that when we do get a cobalt blue it'll be eddie or related to eddie in some form or fashion and ultimately related to eobard uh, man, we also got an iTunes review in from JT Lambo. Uh, what did JT have to say? Flash with friends. This podcast is like sitting down to talk to Flash with some new friends. There's no better breakdown uh, with some fun thrown in the middle. After one listen, you won't be able to wait until the next episode. Well, thank you, JT Lambo. Yeah, it's high praise. We appreciate that. And uh, thank you so much, too, for uh, for tuning in, checking out the podcast. And uh, hey, if you ever want to join us for a live show, you can do so at Facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. It's been, a, it's been a good night, man. We've Even though our technology rebelled against us at the get-go, we were still able to do the broadcast live. And now we know for next time to be able to start on time. And that time is 5 p.m. on Wednesdays. Funny enough, I actually don't think that's going to be the case next week. I think it's going to be 6 p.m. next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk about that but one way or the other we really appreciate it when y'all do that also we love uh, keeping up with you you can follow us at Flash TV Talk or on our personal accounts Twitter wise I'm at the real Bo York and Bell is and, at Ring That Bell and if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com that's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com and for the latest news and live broadcast be sure to check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach, who provides the outro music for our show. Uh, you can listen to the rest of his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And of course, shout out to all the good folks at the DC TV Talk family of podcasts that you can find out there. Talking, of course, about Legends TV Talk, Supergirl TV Talk, our friends at Starkville, and so many more good folks there. And that's going to do it for us for this week. Until next time, we'll be back in a flash. Flash.